Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome everyone to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista Magazine and Botanica and I have a fabulous guest today. Her name is Laura. We're going to be talking about her higher calling and answering some of her questions about her new business, which sounds fascinating by the way. So I want to welcome you, Laura, to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm very happy to be here. Awesome. Well, let's get started and getting to know you. Um, tell me, myself and our listeners uh, a little bit about who you are and what you do. Um, well, I've been in business self-employed for about 27 years uh, as a decorative painter. And um, I've been trying to shift out of doing that type of work. I don't really want to do work that's so physical. I don't want to be in other people's homes. And I just want to be able to really explore myself and just the world of creativity. Um, so I've been trying to shift out of decorative painting and um, I'm sort of struggling a little bit about where to land. I've also done a lot of energy work. I've studied a lot of energy modalities. So I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, st I'm kind of still trying to decide how I'm going to make that shift and, and what I'll be doing. I've started a line of doing, you know, print, uh, hand printed t-shirts. Um, and I'm starting to integrate, just, you know, artwork for people's walls. Um, and then I'm also trying to integrate some of the energy work into the design work so it can sort of be more harmonious for people, whether it's in their homes or on their, you know, shirts. So it just it resonates with them and helps bring about a little bit more positive energy for them. So I'm oh my gosh, I trying it. to shift. Uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, my struggle has been... I think in many ways, just, just actually making the shift, I think I didn't realize how in, 
I don't know, just how hard it is to change. I mean, when I was young, I used to be able to just change and do this and do that. But it's for some reason being older, I don't know if I've just gotten like stuck in my ways. Um, but there's also like, there's a real fear for me about money because it's been, my old business has been struggling um, financially for so long. And so I'm not really in a good place financially. So, you know, making this shift is scary because, it, you know, am I making it thinking which one's going to make more money or which one was really in my heart. So I've had a hard time sort of juggling all of these types of things. You know, I'm glad you brought this up because I think this is just a really important topic for everybody to hear is that especially for transitioning, whether it's trans transitioning from um, a nine to five job um, or it's transitioning from a business that you currently have to a business that's more aligned with who you really are. Uh, the question really comes up of like, well, I need to make money. And I think a lot of us, you know, we get to the point in our business where like something's not working and we automatically switch gears to something that we think will make more money, whether it's because we see other people um, thriving, uh, selling that product or service, so then we start to think, should we sell that as well? So I'm glad that you're bringing this up. Obviously, the astrology reading is really going to shed some light on, um, on just like what you're really here to do and what you're, when you commit to your higher calling and you've got a plan. And my goal really is to make sure that you have a plan um, to a plan to take this new business to the next level, um, but that you're doing it in a, not only in a strategic way, but that you're doing it in a very mindful way. Um, when we, when we, when we create a business around our higher calling, it's much different than if we uh, just created a business knowing that uh, we're just going to, you know, use this business to, to make ends meet. So I'm really glad that you brought that up. I think it's a topic that a lot of people think about. It's not necessarily something people always talk about, but I think people are getting into businesses potentially for the wrong reasons if it's not aligned with, with, with who they truly are at the core. Right. Yep. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. So my goal here is we're going to start talking about your astrological chart. And uh, I want to, my goal is, is that instead of maybe, since you're still on the fence of what that new business should be, I, if you don't mind, I'd like to use this opportunity to see what the chart says it should be um, and see if that can kind of integrate some of all of the other things that you're good at, the energy healing, the painting, um, your creativity, and just kind of lean in with that. How does that feel? That would be great. Okay, awesome. All right, so I'm going to talk about the three main, uh, I'm going to actually just put you on mute for a second. It's a little bit noisy. Um, I'm just going to okay. talk to you about, and then I'll unmute you and we can have a discussion. So I'll talk about these three main planets in, uh, okay, so as you probably already know, you have your sun sign in the sign of Gemini. So Gemini is ruled by Mercury. It's all about communication. She's always got big ideas. Um, she's an air sign. So she's not as grounded as like some of the earth signs are. So if you have, it looks like you do have some earth kind of grounding your chart. So there is that um, grounding component, but Gemini is really there um, to, to intellectualize things. She's very heady. Um, she likes to have interesting com conversations or debates. So in this instance, you have it in the sun, your sun is in Gemini. So what that tells me is that this is how you actually see yourself. Do you find this to be true for yourself? Yes, it's absolutely true. Okay. So, it, and I also like to refer to the sun sign as, 
as your secret sauce. It's, the, it's not necessarily how other people see you, it's how you see yourself, but it's not how others see you. So I like to think of the sun sign as like the magic fairy dust that you sprinkle on everything that you do, but it's not necessarily the thing that you're known for. It's something that you identify with. That's why I like to think of it as your, your secret sauce. That's, I like that. Yes. And it'll start to make sense as we go further into what this business looks like and how we're going to sprinkle that magic dust all over the place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So the next sign is your moon sign. Okay. So the sun, the moon, and the ascendant, those are the three main planets that we're going to focus on in the early parts of the reading. So your moon is actually your emotions. It's your soul. It's all that inner stuff that's actually fueling us. So it's much different when people are creating a business around their higher calling. It's not just like someone who has a great idea and they want to start an app and they, you know, they're entrepreneurial. Like this is different in the fact that we are emotional human beings. And, uh, you know, there's always these old sayings about like, keep your, keep your uh, emotions out of business. It's not meant for business. But when we're talking about a higher calling, it's actually the part of us that fuels us. It gets us excited, right? That's a feeling. It gets us um, motivated. That's another feeling. It brings us down to our knees. You know, it gets us, it brings us clarity. That's a feeling. So when we look at the moon, I mean, this is probably one of the more important uh, planets to focus on when we're looking at a higher calling. And it's so cool that you actually have your, uh, your moon is in the sign of Capricorn. So I don't know if you knew this, but I'm actually Capricorn. I have a Capricorn stellium. It's a very misunderstood sign. And I'm just kind of going to go off on a tangent here for a second and explain to you what Capricorn is. And then I'm going to find out if that resonates with you. Okay. Okay. So Capricorn is an earth sign. It is the only earth sign. This is you know, grounded, very rooted, very hardworking, very practical, very logical, stubborn, um, ambitious, all those things, creative, um, logical. I think I said that. So, but Capricorn is the only earth sign that has a fin. And when I say fin, I'm talking about water. And in this instance, um, you know, Capricorn, if you think about the symbol, the symbol is the sea goat. So it's half goat, half um, fin. So what that tells me is that Capricorn is the only earth sign that has this, um, this secret water um, essence to her. So what that means is the face that you show the world is this ambitious Climbing the mountain, slow and steady, hardworking, logical, practical, you know, emotionally very stable, right? That's very Capricorn to always have like, you know, like they have their shit together. But the irony here is that because Capricorn is half thin, the part, the face that you don't show to the world is your fin. It's all those really deep emotional feelings that you have, but you rarely let other people see it. Is this true to you, for you? Yes, that is true. Okay. It's all true. Very ambitious, very logical. Everybody thinks I have everything together. They don't know what's going on. Exactly. I don't tell them. 
I would tell people. Exactly. And I feel you because I have like six <laughs> Capricorns in my chart. I have so much Capricorn. Uh-huh. But I really, when I get, I get excited when someone has a Capricorn in a placement like the moon, because what that's telling me is that you have a gift of understanding pain on a very yeah. logical level. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you've read a bunch of books on whatever that is, you know, social disorders or anything that has to do with personality, with psychology. Um, there is a intrinsic and intuitive and psychicness almost to Capricorn with, that they understand pain. Now, the difference is people aren't going to go to Capricorn for a shoulder to cry on. They're going to go to Capricorn for a piece of wisdom. Because Capricorn isn't necessarily going to like cry with you and, you know, hug and kiss you. It's not so much like that. It's not that they wouldn't do that. It's just that that's not their MO. That's like, they don't show that much emotion, but they understand pain on a very sacred level. That is true. Also, Um, I've had people, you know, come to me and start crying and I don't cry with them. Um, but yeah, I think it's true. People come to me because they want to know what I think or they want to get my advice. My dad used to tell me that he thought I was wise. Yes. So I think, yeah. I think wise is a very accurate adjective to describe Capricorn. So we're talking about your emotions here. We're talking about how this is going to fuel your business. So when we're thinking about what this next step is for you, that, you know, you're pivoting your talents, you're pivoting your artistic talents. I want you to remember that right. the way that you're going to stay emotionally charged and motivated to really getting your finances together, getting this bit new business off the ground is that we've got to, we've got to stay um, present with how we feel. And that might be um, depending on, um, as some other elements in your chart, depending on where those other elements are, um, it might be that you have to start sharing more of that wisdom. Even if you're talking, if you start to share a little bit more of the pain side, but obviously it's going to be in a way that sounds wise, not so much like venting on social media or like sharing your shit on, you know, all over the place. This is really right coming out of that, using your fin to fuel you and give you momentum in this new business. Yeah, that's, that sounds um, exciting. It also yeah. sounds like something that like, I feel like it's sort of, un- I've, underneath I've sort of known that, but I'm really shy and I'm insecure too. So um, it's really great to hear that this corresponds with my my chart and with what you're what you're telling me because I feel like again it's like underlying I've known this it's just I'm scared <laughs> yeah so well we'll get into how to kind of overcome and what what the plan of action is right. I kind of want right. to make sure that you understood that it's a gift it's a okay. gift that you yep. have of understanding pain and if we could bring that into your work it's going to bring, give you momentum, but it's also going to help other people see you as the leader, see you as someone to turn to, someone that they want to learn from. Um, and that's going to kind of, it's going to ignite a fire. Like I, I know because like for me, you know, I share a lot of my story. I do it in a way where I've meditated on it. I'm finding the silver lining and then I talk about it versus just like I'm having a shitty day. Like, you know, let me just talk about it. That's It's never right. going to be about that. That's not going to 
it's not going to continue to fuel me in serving my kismet clients with my higher calling. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So the next sign is your rising sign, also known as your ascendant sign. We actually have the same rising sign. You have it in the sign of Virgo. It's funny. I have a lot of clients that have rising Virgos. It's so interesting that so many of you guys have that. And it's interesting enough because your rising sign is actually how other people see you. So you see yourself as Gemini, but, and your soul and your feelings are Capricorn, but you, how other people view you is Virgo. So what does that mean? So Virgo is another earth sign. It is, uh, the symbol for it is the, is the Virgin. They're all about selfless acts. They're all about being of service. They, they're the one sign of the, of the Zodiac that doesn't necessarily want the spotlight, but they are so, they are so useful that people go to them because they know that they can help them organize their thoughts. They know that they can go to them um, to kind of break down um, certain components of things so that we can organize the chaos, if you will. Like this is something I use in my, with my Virgo rising is helping to people to kind of organize what's going on so that they have a, a more methodical game plan. Um, there are people that love to give back. You know, they love to be of service. They are really here to give back in any way, in a very selfless way. So when you think about that and you think about, you know, the people that you're here to serve, when they're looking at you, all they're seeing is like, wow, this is a very selfless person. This is a person that loves to help other people. This is a person that is very organized and practical um, and gets the job done and um, has this way of, of making people feel understood because they've been able to organize um, logically uh, those very foundational pieces of a project, whether that's, um, you know, um, you know, the Excel document or the finances, or it's um, the step-by-steps of how to like some kind of producer. So when you think about like your higher calling, I want you to start thinking about how you can be the producer of whatever that product or service is. It's not so much, it's not so much that you are creating the thing. It's more that you're producing it. It's like you're overseeing this, this project because that used from start to finish, because that's very Virgo from start to finish. It's not necessarily that like, you know, maybe it's not, maybe your artwork, you know, maybe that's, you know, some of your show and tell, maybe that's some of the inspiration, but there's a bigger project that, d- that doesn't mean that you have to like create all of those garments by yourself. Um, it's more that you right. oversee them. It's like you become the producer. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. So those are the three main signs. I'm going to go into talking about your Saturn. Um, I'd always bring up Saturn. He's, um, He's the father figure of the Zodiac. He basically is, you know, he's the guy that wants you to get things done. He wants to be able to reward you financially. He wants to reward you materially, but he wants to see effort and he wants to see discipline. And I don't really see this being a problem for you. You sound like, I mean, you've got a lot of earth in here. Earth's always get the job done. I mean, you know, it goes with the same saying, like, you know, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. Uh, uh-huh. it's, it's just one of those things. So that's very Saturn energy. And you have it in the sign of Sagittarius. I always get excited when this um, planetary aspect shows up because Sag is fabulous. Um, Sagittarius is a fire sign. Uh, They are ruled by 
the planet of Jupiter. Jupiter is the planet of opportunity, of good luck, of good fortune. Um, Sagittarius is also known for, um, they, they want freedom, whether that's mm. freedom to say what they want or freedom to travel the world. They don't want they don't want a lot of strings that make them feel tied down. So anything that's going to make you feel tied down is going to stagnate your energy. So in this case, Sagittarius is uh, also the philosopher. They are, um, they are the teachers of the Zodiac. They, um, love, le they love higher learning, any kind of higher education, uh, certifications, um, anything that has to do with spirituality, anything that has to do with philosophy, anything that has to do with foreign affairs, culture, travel, that's all Sagittarius. So when you think about Sag and you think about it in the aspect of Saturn, so I want you to just imagine for a second that Saturn is a guy friend of yours. You are Sagittarius and you're going on a coffee date and you're having a conversation and Saturn is like, look, He's sitting you down. He's very practical. He's your father. He's your friend, you know, your guy friend that's like, look, I want to see you succeed. I want to see you make as much money as you want to make. I want to see you have a game plan. I want to see the effort in you to bring this thing to life. And Sag is like, okay, well, I have all of these ideas. I have all this fire in me. I want to change the world. I want to learn. I want to travel. I want to do all these amazing things. And Saturn's like, great. So make sure that when you're doing all those things that you've got a game plan so that it, it monetizes itself. So with every move that you make Sagittarius, make sure that even when you want to spread your wings, talk about spreading your wings, talk, like show people the lifestyle that you're leading, show people um, what freedom looks like, and then teach them how to create freedom for themselves. Hmm. So it becomes a, a duality. It becomes a, 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 a strategy of experiencing freedom and showing others how to create freedom for themselves. Okay. That makes sense. And make obviously and making sure that you have a product or service to sell in order for that to monetize itself. So that's Saturn's advice to Sagittarius is making sure that when you go and you're learning, like if you're, you know, I think you said that you do Reiki, um, you got this certification, then you need to go and now use that, that resource, use that information and teach, whether it's teaching other people about energy, energy healing, whether it's teaching them um, how to heal parts of their body so that they can have more freedom in their life. It's something, there's teaching elements on top of you being a Reiki healer. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about, um, the, you've got the North Node in Scorpio and your South Node in Taurus. I'll start with the South Node first. Your South Node is, represents your natural abilities. It's what, it's like, I use this example in another um, reading. Um, the other day I was, um, I, I got the song stuck in my head and I'm like, who sings this song? So I went to YouTube and I just typed in a few of the lyrics and it was a Whitney Houston song. I was like, oh, yes, from the 80s. Yes, that's what it was. And so I started, I started reading all of the comments under the YouTube you know, video. And all these people are like, oh, my gosh, Whitney, like, rest in peace. Like, you're just a natural talent. Like, no one can sing like you. Nobody's like you today, this and that. And it really made me think of the South Node. It's, it's, 
it's like you could study to be a singer and practice every day of your life. Will you ever sing like Whitney Houston? Like, I don't think so. I think it was a gift she was born with. So when we're thinking about the North Node, I want you to think about this is your gift. This is what you came to this planet. You actually don't have to try that hard to, to use these skills, that you do them naturally. You do them subconsciously. And in this case, you have it in the sign of Taurus. So this is interesting because this is another earth sign. You're very grounded. You have a lot of earth in, in very interesting placements in your chart. And in this case, Taurus is ruled by uh, Venus. Venus is the planet of love. It's a beauty of compassion. It's a beauty. It's a beauty. It's just he, Taurus loves visual stimulation. Mm -hmm. He loves pretty things. His home is his sanctuary. He wants to kick back you know, with his cushy couch, with popcorn and like, you know, a decadent glass of wine. I mean, he really wants to enjoy the finer things of life. Um, he wants to enjoy beauty and all of its facets, whether that's bringing fresh flowers into the house every week. There is just this need to make the home a, a sanctuary. Yeah, I'm... I, I understand that. I'm definitely very um, stimulated by beauty, for sure. So the, so the interesting part of Taurus, which is a different, because it's an earth sign, and it's different in, in that Capricorn and Virgo, also very ambitious. But Taurus is ambitious, but, like, but with like this mindset of like, okay, here's the deal. I'm going to work really hard. No, actually, I'm going to work my ass off but I want to see the fruits of my labor. I want to see that I've got enough money in my bank account to, to show how much, you know, change I'm making in the world. Uh -huh. I want it. That is very important to me uh -huh. that that happens and that I won't feel fulfilled unless that's happening. If I'm going to go out and work my butt off, I want to be financially rewarded. I want to be able to buy nice things. I want to be able to travel. If I want to travel, I want to be able to buy Egyptian cotton sheets that are, you know, $500 or whatever that ends up being for him. Um, but this, so when you have it in the South Node of a natural ability, you have a natural ability that you're going to work hard. You have a natural ability for aesthetic. Anything that's yeah. visually appealing, that would be a great career path for Taurus because it's a natural ability. However, the challenge for you in this lifetime has to do with your North Node. And your north node is in the sign of Scorpio. So this is your destiny. So while you have all these natural abilities with aesthetic and ambition and all these very Earth Venus um, characteristics, you've got Scorpio as your challenge. So this is important. And I really want you to hear this. So Scorpio is a water sign. Uh, its symbol is the scorpion. Um, I'm sure you've heard stereotypes about Scorpio, but I like, so Scorpio is ruled by, by Pluto. Pluto is a small, dark planet. It is a planet that represents digging deeper. So the thing about Scorpio, it's like nobody's ever going to fool a Scorpio. That's one thing is like they are so educated. They are so um, loyal uh, they are, they, you have to win the trust of a Scorpio. So when you think about the challenges that you're going to um, be here to work through on this lifetime, you know, this is really telling me that there is an area and I would be curious to know what these areas are in a minute. 
uh, there is a few areas in your life that you haven't dug deep enough. Like you haven't come up with your own, you know, for lack of a better word, your own theory about things. Um, because what's, what's, what Scorpio's really doing, Scorpio's known to be the detective. They're known to be um, the investigator. They want to get to the root of things. They will never swim in the shallow end of the pool ever. They don't ever want to talk about the weather. They only want to talk about things that are digging deeper. So this tells me that there's areas in your life that that are going to be your challenges and then they are going to be, be continue to be challenges in your life, whether it's with your money, whether it's with your relationships, until you dig deeper, whether it's deeper into yourself or deeper into a subject, it's going to, it's going to continue to challenge you. Hmm. Interesting. So yeah. can you pinpoint maybe a few things where you maybe you haven't dug deep enough that maybe we could get that on the to-do list? Well, you know, I do, um, I work with somebody on a monthly basis where I do dig pretty deep into my dreams. So for Ooh. the last five years, I've been really digging, I've been digging deep. Um, but I guess, you know, what's coming up for me, even through that work and from what you're saying is what I feel challenged with has been really about just feeling confident just to express myself. Because I do feel this tendency to just stay hidden. Um, so that's one area that I feel like I need to dig deeper. Um, as far as like finances and money goes, I'm also right now trying to dig deeper into uh, how I've got, let myself get into the situation I've gotten into financially, which is not, it's not a good one at all. I, in six months, my life is going to be pretty different, not in the way that I want. Um, so I'm trying to dig deeper into what are my beliefs about money that's, mm. that's done this and how did I let certain things happen? Because part of it, you know, I, you know, not, not necessarily give money away, but I'm pretty generous, you know, have, I've had employees and I don't have any regrets for that. But if there's a conflict, I tend to just say, okay, you, you, you just, you just, I'll just give that person that money, you know? So there's a lot of things that I've done that haven't been in my best interest. So I'm trying to dig deeper in that way. Yeah. Um, those, are, so those, those are great. Yeah. And then as far as relationship goes, you know, just, yeah, I'm like scared <laughs> of having a relationship with somebody that's really the right person for me. So I'm trying to dig into that, that as well. I'm not sure how that fits into my career, um, but that's something else. Well, it's interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. Well, one, one thing, it's no surprise to me that you uh, like helped employees out because it's very Virgo. They're very selfless. They very much want, like if you, they need something, you just give it to them. That's very Virgo rising. So the other thing, I'm glad you brought this up about the relationship thing is that Scorpio also rules the, 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 uh, the sex organs, uh, intimacy. So whether that's, um, you know, when I say digging deeper, it's like, um, having those intimate conversations. Um, it could also be about sex. Um, so when we're thinking about your higher calling and you know that this is a challenge for you, yeah, you're digging deeper into uh, um, your relationship with money. You're digging deeper into um, getting out there and expressing yourself and showing up you know, in, a, in a bigger way. Um, but also this idea of like, this word intimacy keeps coming up for me. I, I feel like either you're supposed to, and we're gonna talk about your kismet client in just a minute here, but like, like you're supposed to have 
like it's almost like you're supposed to create like a sacred space for people to come together to have those intimate conversations. So it's like, what? because the whole point about um, the North Node and your 12th house, which we're going to talk about in a second, has to do with you working through your karmic debt. And in this case, you're working through the challenge of Scorpio, which has to do with working through your karmic debt. So having intimate conversations starts to work through that karmic debt. And then on a soul level, you actually are helping the people that are, you're serving to work through their karmic debt, through intimacy, through whether it's intimacy in conversations, whether it's talking about sex, whether it's talking about relationships, whether it's talking about freedom with Sag, whether it's talking about extended higher earning, higher learning, whether it's talking about healing, it's having those deeper conversations that we all crave hmm. but are lacking in today's culture. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, and there's definitely a part of me that's avoided it, um, having intimate conversations, partly because it brought up a lot of pain for me when I was young. My mom passed when I was 12, and I know that it was, I couldn't talk about her until I was probably in my 20s at some point. So I can see how it's been a difficult. I, you know, I, I like keeping it away <laughs> on another level. I like knowing about it, digging into it, but it's, yeah, it's been a hard, hard thing to face also. Well, I guess that's what challenges are here for. They're just here to challenge right. us, us. And in this case, because we're talking about your higher calling, we're talking about a business that you're going to be creating and Saturn really wants to help you monetize whatever that is. Uh, and in this case, it's like, Let's use Scorpio to your advantage. Let's use that as sacred time um, for spiritual development for yourself so that when you uh, start to formulate this, uh, this new business, that you actually are using all that wisdom, all that, all that investigation that you're spending to challenge yourself. Then as you get more comfortable with that knowledge, then you start to share it once that that knowledge becomes becomes subconscious it becomes something automatic like you know it's kind of like I started doing these readings and now it's just like I've done so many of them that they, they come so naturally now and that's right. what Scorpio wants it wants you to dig deep until it becomes natural for you to start sharing it yep that sounds good <laughs> okay so let's talk about your kismet client I know we're gonna be wrapping up here in a minute but I always say this to the, say this to the last because it's going to give you some insights about not just the product that you're here to solve, but like really who you're here to solve it for. Because you know what? The who is actually more important than the what. And I think if we can really grasp that concept that it doesn't matter, Laura, if you sell t-shirts, it doesn't matter if you sell energy, you know, Reiki healing sessions, it actually matters more about the customer. And that they actually, you know, receive value from your work. And in this case, we're talking about the 12th house. This is the 12th. The 12th house is uh, the house of karmic debt. It's the house of your subconscious mind, your limiting beliefs. It's actually the things that you're here to work through. And you have it in the sign of Leo. Now, this is interesting. I believe I have my 12th house ruled by Leo as well. So this tells me that you 
until you own your spotlight, right? Leo is all about getting on the stage and being seen and sharing his sunshine. He's ruled by the sun. He wants to put, he wants everybody to feel the warmth of his light. And in this case, if you're working through karmic debt and you have Leo there, I'm the same girl. I have so much earth in my chart. I'm like, I'd rather be behind the scenes. I would just rather not be seen at all. Like I'd rather just share my wisdom and, you know, in the comfort of my own home without having to get on video and all this stuff. But unfortunately, we've both got our 12th house ruled by Leo and that's just not going to work through our karmic debt. Our karmic debt is uh. telling us that we've got to be in the influence the influencer position in our higher calling. Okay. <laughs> and your kismet client. So my philosophy, I have, I'm also a Scorpio stellium. So I understand about digging deep. Your, my philosophy around kismet client is that you're the person that you're here to serve with your higher self hat is a Leo archetype. So okay. they are, they are influencers. They are out there sharing their light and wisdom. They are highly creative entrepreneurial spirits. They are organized. They are thoughtful. They warm up a room with their presence. However, when we're thinking about the problem that you're here to solve for this archetype, you look at the shadows. Look at the mm. shadow side of Leo. Leo goes and shines his light. He walks in. He makes everybody feel happy. And then what does he do? He goes home and has his dark moments, right? Because he was just on, on, on. And then he goes home and has his, you know, private, like, he has his moments of feeling not appreciated, of not worthy like he went out there and shared his life but now his glass is empty do you see how opposite this is of virgo rising so people see you as like selfless service they see you virgo they see you um, methodical and organized and the producer and all these things and virgo actually isn't really needing the limelight it actually doesn't need to feel adored and all those things that leo absolutely has to feel like leo doesn't want to go share its sunshine without knowing that he's going to get a standing ovation and when right. he doesn't get a standing ovation he's sad he's right. hurt he feels underappreciated so when you start to think about the products that you're here to sell the product that you're here to use in your higher calling Think about the shadow. Think about this lion who just like all he wants to do is make everybody purr. And he's just sad that he's feeling underappreciated. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, it feels a little complex to me at the moment. <laughs> well, you let's know, kind of tie it. But it sounds interesting. Together. Yeah. Yeah, let's okay. tie it all together, okay? So you've got the secret sauce of Gemini. Okay. Gemini is going to sprinkle this magic fairy dust of being able to intellectualize everything that you're doing with this customer. You're going to be the producer, whether that's a producer of an event, of a project, whatever. That's how, that's a natural ability for you. Right. You're going to use your keen ability and talent to understand pain on a deeper level. You're going to use that to serve the Leo archetype who is feeling underappreciated, who is feeling like all they want to do is shine their light so bright, but when they get to on the soapbox, 
they don't get a standing ovation. So they need that encouragement, right? They need that. They need to be filled back up. And so here you, you walk in to a room filled with Leo archetypes, right? And you say, you start intellectualizing feelings. You start intellectualizing. So on a very, very earth, very down to earth manner, you intellectualize the art of pain. And you start and you use all of that private time that you were working through the challenges of Scorpio, where you were digging deeper into personality or digging deeper into intimate conversations, intimacy, relationships, things like that. And you're bringing it to this talk, talking to Leo, talking to their shadow and saying, look, you're not misunderstood. You are appreciated. What if we spent the next 30 days filling your cup up and teaching you how to fill your cup up every time you feel that it's empty, that instead of you waiting for outside forces to fill your cup up, you actually know how to fill it up yourself. And here's my signature system. I'm going to use art. I'm going to use um, energy healing. I'm going to use my keen ability to understand pain on a sacred level. I'm going to use uh, the wisdom that I'm working through for my own karmic debts of digging deeper into having deeper conversations. And finally, I'm going to own that spotlight and be the producer of this event. That makes sense. You tied that in beautifully. This is sacred work. This is, this is a higher calling. This is about not just selling t-shirts. You could sell t-shirts. It's just one thing. That right. deeper work that you're here to do is to serve the shadow of the people that don't feel appreciated and honored in their life. Yeah. That, and all they, want is, all they want is to feel honored because they have so much love and light to give to this world. Hmm. Yeah, that's it's very interesting the way that you framed all that. Um, because one of the other things I'd thought about um, is I feel like there's so many people that never get to tell their story. Um, mm. So I've been thinking about also photographing and telling people's stories, like specifically through different contexts. One is because I've been in the you know construction industry for so long, all these people that work so hard and you know, maybe don't get treated so well, um, sometimes. And then also, um, with people who did lose their mothers, my brother started calling me and talking about my mom right around the same time. But again, it's, it sort of ties in with what you were saying, how, um, these are people who are not being seen or heard. And there's a part of me that wants to help them be mm -hmm. seen or heard. So I don't know. The first word that came to my mind when we got on the phone before I really like knew anything, I just saw workshop. Well, I've been also thinking about trying to do workshops and trying to figure out how to do workshops. That's also what I've been trying to do. Cause I like the idea. I also want to travel. I love to travel. So I was thinking it'd be great to do workshops and travel all over the place. Um, but yeah, I, you know, in this context, it's, just gives me a lot to think about um, framing it within this context, the, the workshops. As long as you, as long as you continue to dig deeper into yourself, you'll have 
a plethora of knowledge, a plethora of um, philosophies and uh, theories, all that sage um, that you can use in your workshops. And that will satisfy Saturn as long as you're charging for those workshops that you start to share and, and, and teach. You have a natural right. ability to be a teacher. That's Sagittarius, to spread your wings. Right. So, I mean, even if you had like a signature workshop that you traveled around and you just did this one workshop all over the place and you became known for it and knowing that it's the problem that you're here to solve is the, is the shadow of people that don't feel worthy, that don't feel appreciated. And you use everything that has brought you, you know, from owning a business to your art, to fashion, to your ability to, um, um, use visual aesthetics for, I don't know if it's for healing. I don't know if it's for self, you know, self, uh, growth or self love. Um, all of these different, uh, planetary aspects that you have, they're really pointing to, uh, being this producer, being producing something that is going to be your sacred work, um, and using that keen ability, um, to intellectualize pain, but to also, um, use your ability to um, understand pain on a deeper level with that moon and Capricorn, but doing it in a way that is grounded. You know, it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's not so much that you get everybody in a room and they all break down and cry and all this right. stuff. This is not, that's not where we're going. There's not a lot of water in your, in your chart. This is really about um, the people that like, like Leo is not going to like cry on your shoulder. They're very strong. So you're actually serving a very strong person, but you're, you're doing it in a way that's so down to earth that they feel comfortable um, sharing. Yeah, you're right. I don't feel appreciated. Thanks for intellectualizing like that to me so that I could actually admit that to myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, it's, yeah, this is very interesting. Um, yeah, it's very helpful. Awesome. Well, I want yeah. you to sit with this. You know, obviously, I'm going to send you the replay. Sit with okay. it for the next 48 hours. You know, take a bath, yeah. get on it, whatever. See what comes up because in the next 48 hours, there's going to be some more aha moments. There's going to be a few more like, oh, okay, maybe re-listen to this one more, one or two more times. And just let it, because it's, you know, it's brand new. Like this whole experience it is. is brand new. Yeah. And now it's just about like sitting with it for a little bit. Yeah, no, totally. Because I feel like a lot of what you said, again, it feels like it was always there. I just haven't really looked at it. So, which makes me feel good. Like, it, you know, it, it makes sense to me. It feels right to me. A lot, everything that you've said. And now it's just kind of like, yeah, li listen to it a couple times let it float around and see what comes up. But I really, it, it, there's a lot there that just feels, just feels right. Good. And I loved how you connected it all together. That was really helpful. Good. I'm so glad this was helpful. This has been an absolute pleasure to do this for you. I know that our listeners are just shaking their head going, yeah, like wondering, you know, you know, you start, it's like when you think about the problems that we have and it's like, how are we going to solve them? I mean, when you look, use astrology, it's like it takes, it takes any biased opinion out of it. Like, oh, mm -hmm. I should be doing this or I have this idea or, you know, I have this big plan. And it's like, let's just, what are those natural abilities? What are the challenges? And how can we combine and connect the dots? And that's kind of the beauty of, you know, our sacred birthday, you know, of where and what time mm -hmm. and where we were born in this world. And we're all unique. And 
uh, I think uh, that's where it's a real it's a real testament that we're all here to do very unique things in the world, and it's not everybody, Laura, that wants to be of service. Uh, mm -hmm. and wants to serve people and have intimate conversations and have harder conversations for healing. And so I just mm -hmm. wanted to at least honor that. You know, I know that you came to this uh, reading um, as a painter and an artist, mm -hmm. but I want you to know that we can use that art for healing, for being of service to others in a much deeper way. And I, I hope that you take that and really um, honor yourself in that because that's, that's, like I said, not every single person is, is, wants to go there. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Awesome. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Rising Star Project. And uh, I want to thank you, Laura, for being a special guest here. This has been an absolute honor. I look forward to uh, hearing from you soon with the progress um, of your new business and wishing you so much success uh, in life and in, 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 your, in furthering your career. Great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Have you ever thought that just maybe your higher calling is less about what you sell and more about how you can serve your Kismet client? Or furthermore, how understanding the shadow side of your customer is a look into what it is you're here to teach. Like Laura, maybe you're an artist, but perhaps your creativity is only one component of how you'll be of service to those who need you. Take a moment today to think outside the box. And as Sagittarius would say, use your wings to fly. You're almost home. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit, where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.